I got home really happy, ready to show some good grace to my parents. Felipe, we need to talk to you. My dad said seriously. My mom was looking at me, and my brother was looking sad. I was scared. I didn't do anything wrong. So what had he called me by my name? We're moving to Australia. My dad said quickly. When? Which city? And for how long? I asked very confused. In January, for six months or month. In Sydney, he said. I didn't know what to do. I was feeling like a big heavy rock was tied to my heart and pulling it down. How can things change so quickly? What about my friends? I needed to talk to them. Andre, we need to talk. I said right away when he answered my call. Who did you kiss this time, Felipe? He asked, making fun of me. I'm moving to Australia. I cried. Is this a joke? Where are the cameras? Do you think that's funny? He couldn't believe it. We were best friends. And he didn't want me to go. Hey, what's up? My friend Julia joined at the call. Why are you guys crying? He's moving to Australia. Andre said very frustratedly. Julia became sad. But she knew that cry wouldn't make anything better. So let's throw the best farewell party ever, she proposed. Yes, let's make it special, Andre agreed. Okay, I whispered. A few weeks after the call, we had a party, and it was awesome. I've never had such a good time in my life. All of my friends were there, and we played and danced. They even brought some presents, but I couldn't take them with me because our suitcases were already full. The day after the party, it was time for our flight. Shirian said, I was tired and I had a stomach ache. It wasn't the best day to take a flight, but there was no option. I had to go. The first thing everyone learns about Australia is how you get there. I was in Brazil which is in one side of the road, far away from Australia on the other. I had to take two different 15-hour flights, and when I got into Dubai, I was destroyed, with an even worse feeling of nausea. So, one thing that I noticed is that we're going to stay 10 hours in Dubai, but we have to stay in the airport. My dad laughed, while reviewing that itinerary for our trip. Oh no, my feet are swollen. Can we find another flight? My mom asked it. Okay, but can we at least eat something? I'm hungry. My brother said as his stomach growled. Let's go to McDonald's. My dad answered. I'm going to stay here. My mom said really tired. Bring something for me, please. After 10 hours, we boarded the second flight. But I can't actually remember anything. Because I fell asleep even before takeoff. It took a month to start studying in Australia. Our visa was just for six months, and it didn't allow us to go to some schools. Near our house was a high school with an English center, one of the best schools in the region, and would have been perfect for us because it was specialized in helping students who don't speak English. 
We were happy and ready to start school. But when we got there, they said that our visa wouldn't let us to study there. My dad tried to explain that we were going to stay for only six months, but they told us to try to go to the regular high school. We found a reception at the new school, and my dad explained our situation. The woman who was working with us was very rude and seemed to be having a very bad day. They don't speak English? Sorry. They can study here. Go find another school, the woman said. We went home, and my dad didn't know where to go. My brother was happy because we weren't going to have to attend school, but I was sad because I wanted friends. When we got home, my dad told my mom what happened, and she didn't think that one did the right thing or knew what to do. So she asked us to go back to the school and try to talk to another person in a few days. I went with my dad and my brother to the school again. This time, another woman helped us. She was very gentle, way different from the one who worked with us the previous day. I'll call the principal. He may have a solution to your problem. She called the principal, and when I saw him for the first time, I was impressed because he was very different than what I was thinking. Hello, sir. I'm Mr. Osland. Come to my office, please. He already knew everything. He knew what to do and who you were. Another woman came to the office. She was his assistant and also my brother's counselor. We are going to roll them into the school. They don't need to have good grades. This is just an experience, Mr. Olson said, smiling. After that, he asked us some questions, made up our schedules, explained the rules about the uniform, and gave us instructions on what to do on our first day. The next day, we went there again. But this time, my dad couldn't go. It was my mom, and it was the time to buy the uniform. Looking for uniforms? Oh, you're in the right place, sweeties, the old and funny woman said. We tried all, we tried, we tried out a lot of different sizes before finding the one that fits most perfectly. The uniform was a beautiful blue blazer with the school shirt, gray pants, and an orange and blue combination tie. All that luxury costs a lot. I never thought that a uniform could cost that much. anticipated day Nosele had arrived. We woke up in the morning, took a warm, calming shower, eat fruit and drink some milk, and then we were ready to go. We walked to the subway station, and then we walked just a bit more. Everybody was there, all the students walking with their friends, some talking very loud, others running, and others just listening to music. When we went inside the school, we did exactly what the principal told us. We went to the front office and waited for our counselors. Mr. Bernalfi, a tall young guy, always with a big smile, came to me and joked, You're finally here! After days of waiting for you, we finally met each other. I didn't understand what he was saying, but in my head, the words that he said made me feel more comfortable and less stressed after all the fear that I had. He introduced me to a student 
who had the same classes as I had. Because the school was huge and I could get lost very easily, this student was going to follow along with me and show me everything. We went to the first class together. It was an art class and the teacher tried to help me understand every single thing, but I just wanted to cry. It's not a good feeling when everyone is speaking a language that you don't understand. You feel lost and alone. Another teacher came in and she was looking specifically for me. The school provided a special teacher just to take care of me and my brother. I'll never forget all the things that Ms. Otaviano did just just to make us feel at home. During the last class, a student called to me, looking nervous. Are you from Brazil? She asked. Yes. Why? I answered. Oh my gosh, really? I'm from Brazil as well. What's your name? She asked. Felipe, what about you? Maria. I never felt so happy in my whole life. A Brazilian student in my class? I thought, how lucky I am. And on that day, we promised that we would be friends for life. We traded Instagrams and immediately became best friends. We liked the same kind of music, the same movies, the same television series. In knowing her, I saw life with colors and felt happy again. I just have to thank her because she opened all the doors for me and made my six months so funny and the best month ever in 2018. Every animal in Australia was born to kill you. I don't know why, but that's what what it looks like. One day I was at home with my family. My mom was putting the clothes outside so they could dry. And suddenly we heard some weird sounds. A poof, poof. When we went outside to see, the birds were throwing small rocks just because my parents didn't give them food. On another day, my dad was at a barbecue. And when they opened the freezer, a snake came out. But I think the saddest of these strange Australian wildlife stories was from the street where we were living. One very commonly hot Australian day, my mom and my brother were coming back home and saw a beautiful blonde well-cared cat just lying down next to where Australia's most poisonous Australia was. It's very small and black, with a red line on its back. She won't attack you if you don't attack her. A few days later, we saw a lot of posters from that family asking if anyone saw their cat. My dad always said that he could call them, but he was going to have bad and good news. The good news is that he knows where the cat is, but the bad news is that he doesn't think that the cat is still breathing. My life was completely different and crazy there. I dyed my hair three times in three different colors, a thing that I never would have done in Brazil. My sense of fashion changed as well, and I even got a curlage piercing that I don't have anymore because one day, while I was cleaning the hole, I forgot to replace the stud and and the hole just closed. I'm pretty sure that the best moments of my life were in Australia. Of course, I can't forget everything that I had in Brazil. My friends and the happy moments, but everything seemed to be so much better in Australia. I felt safe, and my friends were the best. They were so funny, and they cared about me. My grades were good, even though I didn't need to worry about them. I caught myself wondering 
Why anyone would want to live that life and start everything over again? But unfortunately, the day for our flight back to Brazil were getting closer. When it comes to the last day there, I can't remember them without crying. I was right there at the park with my friends. The night before that, I slept at my friend's house, a Chinese boy named Rex. We had a lot of fun watching movies, talking and studying Japanese. But we had to be with our friends at the park at 8am the next morning. That day was long, we did a lot together. We went to a restaurant, then to the supermarket to buy junk food, and finally to Maria's house. There, we had a special effects makeup section, play video games, cook it, watch videos and dance it. But we couldn't control the time. Suddenly, we noticed it was 6pm and time to go home because I still had to go to a special dinner. I was going to, I was going to walk back home by myself because our homes were near each other. But everyone decided to go with me so we could have a few more minutes together. At this point, no one was crying, just trying to stay strong. But when I opened the door, I couldn't contain all the sadness. I started to sob. I couldn't believe that everything was ending all over again. Marie started to cry, and then everyone did too. Even my mom became emotional, because she couldn't stand to look at us crying and losing once more the connection we had made. Time was up. It was time to give hugs and then go directly to the shower. After everyone got ready, we went to our friend's house to have a last dinner together. Valerie and her family were waiting for us and we had a long night saying goodbye to them. Then we went to the airport and another journey was just about to start, but this one was officially over. If there's one place that I miss a lot, it's Australia. It's the best country in the world, in my opinion. Lots of friendly people, lots of animals, and lots of history. I just wish I could have had more time there, but at least I was able to stay for six wonderful months.